International Soccer Preview, we are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to Series 20, looking at the groups and teams of the 2023 African Cup, played in Ivory Coast in January 2024. This episode is looking at Group D, Algeria, Burkina Faso, Mauritania, and Angola. Here we go. It's the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada Series 20. I'm Kevin. And I'm Connor. And today we are looking at Group D for the African Cup 2023 tournament. This group includes Algeria, Burkina Faso, Mauritania, and Angola. Yeah, and we usually give some information about our past, present, and future media casts at this point. Uh, if you want that, we'll direct you to the video on our YouTube homepage, which covers that information. And the address is also on the screen. And uh, for listeners, uh, we recommend the show notes, and you can find a bunch of stuff there. That's right. For now, we'll just say that we're currently focused on the 2023 Asian and African Cups. Both are being played in January 2024, uh, and we're producing this group and team series as well as a player series for each. That's right. Okay, but uh, we won't spend too much time on that. Let's get on with it. Yeah, so this series previews the groups and teams for African Cup 2023, which confusingly takes place in January 2024. And we're changing our usual format here because we did a full series for the 2021 African Cup, which is played in January 2022. Yeah, so there we did the usual overviews of uh, World and African Cup histories, as well as looking at uh, each team's local history. And that series featured a deep dive into the team's history in the African Cup finals. And it also examined the recent history of the teams. We think it's too much to repeat that information every two years. So in this series, we're only going to be uh, do that for teams that were not involved in the 2021 African Cup. And for those that were, we'll provide links and even times in the show notes so that it can be easily reviewed. Yeah, uh, so in this series, for teams that were covered in the 2021 African Cup, uh, we're just going to give a summary of their history as well as the recent history, uh, the recent history as we usually do. Yeah, so uh, let's look at the three sections uh, in this, of this media cast in Outline. Right, and before we do that, I'll just point out that uh, Angola is the only team here that uh, wasn't in the African Cup. Anyway, the three sections. So in part one, we're going to introduce the teams in the group, actually the countries in the group, and give the location and population of each. Yeah, for part two, we'll do an overview of each team's, uh, recent, of each team's history and recent form. Um, so as we said, we'll, we'll just do a summary um, for the teams that were in the previous African Cup with links in the show notes to the full version done in 2021. Um, and then for the teams that weren't covered, which is Angola here, we will give an overview of their world, regional and local cup histories with a deep dive into their history in the African Cup finals. That's right. And then part three will be a comparison of the teams in rankings and head-to-head -head records. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have any odds yet. We're too far out. Uh, so we'll have to skip that. But we will end with a discussion of the uh, prospects of the teams and our predictions. All right. Um, should we uh, get on with part one? Well, I was debating between green and red here. I probably should have gone green because we have three teams. Wait, we have three teams with green, three teams with red. I dressed properly. I think you got the green kind of covered. I've got the green covered enough, so we'll go with that. Green and red, the theme. It is. Uh, that's right. Uh, there's also yellow in the three teams. I think we uh, should have prepared a little better. <laughs> anyway let's get on with it by introducing the countries beginning with algeria yeah algeria uh their soccer nickname is the desert foxes and um, their population is 45.6 million which is 10th largest in africa and algeria is a large country in northwest africa that borders the mediterranean sea but is largely filled by the sahara desert and algeria is in fact the largest country in africa in terms of land area oh okay all right, well, the next country is uh, Burkina Faso. Yes, Burkina Faso, their nickname is the Stallions. 
Uh, their population is 23.3 million people, and it's a small to medium-sized country uh, on the southern end of the Sahara, and it's landlocked, but it borders host country Ivory Coast to the southwest. All right. Uh, next is Mauritania. Mauritania. Their nickname is the Lions of Chinguetti. Uh, their population is 4.8 million, um, and it's a decently large country in the western Sahara. Uh, with a border on the Atlantic Ocean. And like Algeria, uh, who it actually borders, it is mostly desert. All right. And finally, uh, Angola. Yes, Angola. Their nickname is the Black Antelopes. Angola has 36.7 million people, so one of the larger countries in Africa. And it's a large country in southwestern Africa uh, with a long coastline on the Atlantic Ocean. And it's bordered to the north by the Democratic Republic of Congo, uh, to the east by Zambia and Namibia to the south. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, that's a lot of numbers. So we usually do a little uh, comparison of the teams here. So maybe we'll run through the numbers again and just uh, see their size relative to each other. Yeah. So the largest country is Algeria uh, with 45.6 uh, million people. Sorry uh, there, Connor. I got lost in my graphics, but I can bring it back in. All right. At 46.5. Yeah. Um, next, we have Angola at 36.7. So about 10 million people fewer for Angola. All right. 36.7. After that is Burkina Faso with 23.3 million people. So still a large enough country. That's right, almost exactly half the size of uh, Algeria there. Yeah, and then finally, Mauritania is the smallest country in terms of population at just 4.8 million people. All right, I'm going to try to make the flags on our graphic fit that. So uh, Angola, twice as big as Burkina Faso, and uh, Angola kind of in the middle of those two, and then Mauritania uh, quite small. Yeah. There, how are my graphics looking? Pretty good. Okay. Uh, well, listeners will be uh, a bit uh, baffled by what we're doing. So let's move on to uh, part two of the, uh, of the episode. And we start with uh, Algeria. And we did cover Algeria in uh, 2021 African Cup. So we're just going to do a summary and um, a look at their recent performances here. So in terms of uh, overall strength, Algeria is on average a second-tier team with one period as a third-tier team and one as a top-tier team. Uh, their weakest period was in the early years. After reaching the African Cup in uh, 1968, uh, they missed it five times in a row prior to 1980. And during that time, they were knocked out early uh, in, in the rounds of the World Cup. Their strongest period came immediately after. From 1980 to 1990, they finished in the top four in the African Cup, five out of six times, uh, eventually winning when they hosted it in 1990. Uh, during that period, they reached the World Cup twice, uh, twice in a row, actually, in 1982 and 1986. And after that, they reached the African Cup consistently, uh, passing the group stage about half of the time. And they also came close to reaching the World Cup, uh, uh, falling just short. So that's the pattern of a second-tier team. Uh, one could argue a weak period from 2006 to 2012, missing um, three of four African Cups there. But uh, in 2010, they both took fourth place in the African Cup, as well as reaching the World Cup. So we can't really say uh, it was a weak period. It's more accurate to see them as inconsistent from about 2006 onwards, earning their best performance uh, with a round of 16 finish in the 2014 World Cup. Uh, which was their last appearance in that competition, as well as winning the 2019 African Cup for their second title. Although, in terms of inconsistency, that was surrounded by two group stage exits. All right, moving on to their recent performances. Um, as you said, inconsistency seems to be Algeria's defining feature over the past 10 years. 
Uh, their World Cup success in 2010 and 2014 was only reflected by a slight rise in African Cup performance in 2010. But while they impressed on the world stage in 2014, they remained blasé in African Cup play. Conversely, a terrible World Cup campaign in 2018 was followed by winning the 2019 African Cup, which was itself followed by a poor showing in 2021. Uh, the 2022 World Cup campaign uh, represents an average, and we'll uh, look at that in a bit more detail um, when we go into the recent tournaments. Yeah, but uh, as we said at the beginning, kind of averaging out to uh, a second tier performances, but in the case of Algeria, uh, uh, the highs are a bit higher and the lows a bit lower. Let's begin that recent look uh, with a look, uh, I guess we start with the 2021 um, African Cup here. Yeah, so Algeria enjoyed a consistent and comfortable qualification, uh, suffering only ties uh, in second place Zimbabwe and third place Zambia. Um, but also beat Botswana twice to finish a distant first in their qualifying group um, and qualify uh, comfortably, as we said. Um, in the African Cup itself, um, this again, the most recent version, it started with a nil-nil tie with Sierra Leone, but then got worse from there, losing 1-0 to Equatorial Guinea, followed by a 3-1 loss to Ivory Coast. So they finished bottom of the group with just one point and did not advance. Well, that is shocking for the defending champions, hey? Absolutely, yeah. All right, well, the next one we look at uh, is the Arab Cup in 2021. Yeah, so this was held in Qatar, featured North African and Asian teams. Um, Algeria, in the group stage, beat Sudan and Lebanon before tying Egypt, who they finished joint, uh, joint top of the group with. Um, they were actually tied on every metric, so uh, how Egypt took first place on fair play points uh, determined by yellow and red cards. Um, so that That's put not Algeria a bad decider, though. I mean, in the past, they used to replay games or toss coins and stuff like that. I think fair play is a pretty good uh, metric. Yes, yeah, it does mean those yellow cards should be worth something, um, you know, even if infrequently. But anyways, Algeria's second place finish saw them uh, paired up with North African neighbours Morocco. Um, that match uh, finished all square, but Algeria won in penalties. Algeria then beat host Qatar in the semi-final, and then in the final met their other neighbours, Tunisia. That game was nil-nil, but Algeria won 2-0 in extra time. All right, so a good recovery there from uh, uh, 2019. And I'll just say, uh, the Arab Cup is as close as Algeria gets to a local competition. It's not local, it's actually uh, uh, teams from the Asian and African Confederation. But they do have, uh, they are part of a, a local North African group uh, with teams like Tunisia and Morocco and Egypt, but uh, they don't really have a competition. So um, we have no local competition to present for them. Okay, so Arab Cup in 2021, and then on to the World Cup in 2022. Yeah, so Algeria um, tied two of their matches, both against Burkina Faso, which is interesting as they meet them in this group here. Um, but they won uh, their other four, uh, winning comfortably uh, in each case over Djibouti and Niger. And they finished top of the group with uh, 14 points. Um, that put them into a playoff um, with uh, Cameroon. Uh, both teams won 1-0 on the road. Um, Algeria actually won 1-0 in Cameroon, so had a great advantage going into the second leg. Uh, but they lost, as I said, 1-0. That sent the match to extra time. Uh, it finished 1-1, but Cameroon won. Or sorry, it finished 2-1 for Cameroon. Um, they were 2-2 on aggregate, but Cameroon went through on the away goals rule. So Algeria narrowly missing out on uh, a World Cup berth. Yeah, actually, I don't think that's right. Uh, if they won an extra time, it wouldn't be the away goals rule, would it? It still does come into play, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, anyway, the uh, story being that Algeria didn't make uh, their third World Cup. Uh, no, sorry, that wasn't their third in a row. They didn't make the World Cup there in uh, 2022. 
and um, we move on to uh, African Cup 2023 qualifying their next tournament. Um, Algeria, um, again, found qualification quite comfortable. Uh, they won um, all of their games except for their final match, which was a, a home draw with Tanzania. Um, it didn't mean much to them in the end. Uh, they also beat Uganda and Niger twice. So they finished top of the group with 16 points, uh, double the points of second place Tanzania. So uh, again, qualify comfortably for this tournament. All right. Well, how do you feel they're looking in their recent form? I think their recent form looks looks pretty good. Um, you know, a very poor 2021 African Cup, but winning the Arab Cup, which is a tournament a lot of teams took very seriously, um, you know, is a feather in their cap for sure. So, um, yeah, I think they, they come in in... in uh, in decent form, even though they did miss out on the World Cup by a very narrow margin. Yeah, narrow margin for sure. Uh, yeah, my own feeling too is uh, we did say they were kind of inconsistent from about 2006. We see a little bit of that here, but uh, for the most part, they've been looking quite strong. All right, let's move on to our next team, uh, Burkina Faso, and they also were in the 2021 African Cup. Uh, so... Um, We'll give a link uh, in the show notes to what we said about them there if you want a bit of a deeper dive. But in this case, we're just going to do a summary and uh, their recent performance too. So uh, for the summary, we kind of think in terms of strength. And Burkina Faso is a, a second-tier team. They've come close to reaching the World Cup in three of the last four campaigns, but they've never done it. Um, they do have a weaker past. Uh, they usually reach the African Cup, though only after it expanded to 12 teams in 1996. Uh, they do well to pass the group stage once there, but they're quite unique in that um, if they do pass the group stage, they do really well. So in 1998 and in three of the past five cups, uh, after passing the group stage, they went on to reach the semi-finals every time. Uh, their best result there was a second-place finish in 2013. In terms of recent performance, Burkina Faso have become more consistent in recent times. Uh, World Cup campaigns are starting to match their African Cup qualifications, and they really are due to reach the World Cup, having come close in three campaigns from 2010 to 2018. Their failure to qualify for the 2019 African Cup, an expanded edition no less, was a disappointment, but they recovered with yet another semi-final finish in the 2021 African Cup, making it three of the last five tournaments where they reached uh, the semi-finals. So that's uh, quite a remarkable statistic. Mm -hmm. um, a World Cup appearance is really all that stands between them and being considered, at least in recent times, more of a top-tier team. Yeah, that's right. I mean, apart from uh, not passing or not reaching the Cup in 2019, they have generally uh, uh, passed the group stage uh, recently. Anyway, let's uh, take a look at their recent uh, performances in a bit more detail. So we're, the first one we begin with is the, uh, sorry, uh, the 2019 um, Local Cup. Hang on, I can't find it here. Uh, we have to do the 20... I got to paste it in here, Connor. Uh, we got to do the 2019 uh, Local Cup because actually that's the most recent one. Um, Burkina Faso is part of the Wafu Nations. That's the West African uh, Football Union. And um, they have a cup, but it's been kind of inconsistent. Uh, they had one in 2019. There was one scheduled for 2021, but it never actually happened. And so 2019 remains the last version of this cup. Uh, okay, uh, how did they do there? Yeah, so there's a preliminary sorting round. Um, they tied Mauritania, who they meet here. Won one, but won in penalties to advance to the trophy round. Um, but that only lasted one game. Uh, they met neighbors Ghana, tying 1-1 as well, but this time losing in penalties uh, to go out at the quarterfinal stage. Right, so fairly competitive uh, all the way, but not actually doing that well. All right, let's move on to the uh, uh, 2021 African Cup. All right, so they started qualifying with the home draw uh, with third place Uganda. Um, 
and tied them again away. But they were consistent, if not convincing otherwise, uh, going undefeated and then tying uh, and tying in Malawi, but winning other games against South Sudan and Malawi at home. Um, it actually was good enough to top the group. Um, the top three were, were fairly close, but Burkina Faso finished first place on 12 points to qualify for the tournament. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, sorry, uh, sorry, Connor. I, oh, I mean, oh. generally in Africa, if you can win at home and, and tie on the road, uh, which is not easy to do, you're doing okay. So on average, that's what they did here. Yeah, it, exactly that. Um, in the tournament, uh, it started with the loss to host Cameroon, but they then beat Cape Verde and tied Ethiopia. Um, but their four points actually gave them a second place finish in the group. Uh, from there, they met Gabon in the round of 16, who they beat on penalties. They then beat Tunisia 1-0 uh, before losing to Senegal in the semi-final. Uh, Senegal would uh, eventually lift the trophy. Uh, the third place match, uh, they met Cameroon uh, for a second time. Uh, they were winning 3-0, um, but uh, Cameroon came back uh, from the erased the three-goal deficit and then won in penalties. So it was fourth place for Burkina Faso at the most recent African Cup. Right. So uh, once again, uh, if they pass the group stage, they tend to uh, get to the semi-final. Um, uh, that would be a tough record to keep up, though. Yeah, definitely a, a quirky record, though. Um, maybe they're very good in in those uh, in those uh, knock knockout or elimination games. Yeah, well, that uh, shootout with Gabon went to. Uh, I mean, they ended up winning seven six on penalties. There were there were uh, eighteen penalties in the game. Uh, that was just slightly more than the number of ra uh, yellow cards handed out in the game, which was fifteen. Oh my god. Uh, okay, yeah, and it was actually even more exciting than that, but maybe we got to move on. Uh, so, as I said, the local cup in uh, 2021, the West, West African Nations Cup, uh, scheduled but not played. So that tournament is a bit up in the air um, until we move on to the World Cup in 2022. Right. Um, so in terms of uh, World Cup uh qualifying um they uh finished with the, actually a, the identical record to african cup qualifying which was three wins and three draws um they did tie algeria twice um which was not bad but really a draw at home with niger really cost them um they ended up finishing two points behind algeria um so did not ad advance um into the the playoff uh, so finishing second, which, you know, as we've said, kind of uh, confirms their recent history as being kind of close at the World Cup level, but with not enough to uh, to advance or to get there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, for the fourth time in a row. Uh, as you say, that home draw uh, with Niger was in the second last game and the last game was with Algeria. It would have been a great game had they gone in uh, tied on points. But uh, as it was, Algeria was uh, satisfied to get a tie, um, which would uh, win them the group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, the last thing we look at then is the uh, qualifying for this tournament, uh, the African Cup 2023. So uh, how did they get here? Yeah, it's a bit of a quirky record. They started with wins over Cape Verde, East Watini, and Togo. Um, but then failed to win their next three matches with uh, a tie, a loss, and a tie. Um, they still topped the group with 11 points, just one ahead of Cape Verde, um, but both of those teams um, qualified for the African Cup, top two finishers moving on to the tournament. Yeah, a bit of a weak uh, finish to come into the Cup with there. And uh, that brings us to the end of Burkina Faso, but maybe I'll just ask you uh, your overall impression of them. Yeah, I mean, a little bit inconsistent, but some sometimes consistently good. Um, they seem to be a good tournament team. The last qualification kind of shows that they can beat good teams, but are also a little bit vulnerable, um, you know, to dropping points. And yeah, even in their last African Cup, they start, you know, their group stage record was a win, a loss and a tie. But from there, they went on all the way to the, the third, fourth place match. So 
Um, a little bit hard to pin down, but not a team to be underestimated, I would say. Yeah, well put, uh, well put. Um, okay, let's uh, move on to Mauritania, our third team. They also uh, reached the African Cup in the in 2021. So uh, we'll just do the summary and recent performance here. And uh, if you want the deep dive, um, that'll be available through a link in the show notes. Oh, and it's me, so uh, I'll do the summary. Uh, in terms of their strength, Mauritania is a fourth-tier team for most of their history, but have recently moved up to the third tier, at least in their African Cup play. In World Cup play, they've always been knocked out in the first round or else finished at the bottom of the table. That's uh, basically the definition of a fourth-tier team. Uh, finished at the bottom of the table if the first round was a group stage. But they have improved slightly. They passed a preliminary in 2018, and they earned a few more points in their 2022 World Cup group than usual, even though they nevertheless finished bottom. Uh, African Cup play, though, was stronger in general. Uh, they passed most preliminary rounds in this competition and uh, prove a bit more competitive when, when it's a group stage. In 2008 and 2017, they finished second of four in their qualifying groups, though in truth they were far behind the advancing first place team. But uh, from the expansion of the African Cup in 2019, from 16 to 24 teams, uh, a second place finish like that means reaching the Cup. So um, they've done well to do so. Uh, however, the, that seems their limit as once they're in the cup, they uh, tend not to do very well. Yeah, in terms of recent performance, reaching the African Cup in 2019 uh, and since was largely a result of the tournament expanding to 24 teams. It was foreshadowed by a good qualifying campaign in 2017, a second place finish over South Africa that would have earned passage had the top two advanced like uh, in more recent campaigns. It certainly was an improvement in their performance as they had only come second in a qualifying group once before. That it continued through 2019 um, in itself makes it more sustained than the flash in the pan it was in 2008. All right, so a team uh, on the rise, even if it's just a slight rise. And uh, we look at their local cup, which is uh, the also the Wafu uh, Nations Cup, the West African group there. And uh, the only one we have to look at recently is in 2019, uh, the, pre the uh, latest edition. How did they do? Yeah, we touched on them already because they met Burkina Faso in the sorting round, losing on penalties. Um, losing on penalties was also their, their fate um, in the plate round, um, which was a straight knockout. They lost to Gambia um, on penalties there. So two draws, but... Uh, losing both in penalties and uh, an early exit for Mauritania. Yeah, and I think uh, maybe earlier we should have explained the uh, um, format of this competition. It's kind of interesting. It begins with uh, being paired up with another team in a sorting round, and the winners of that round go on to the trophy round, where you win a trophy, and the losers go on to the plate round, where you just win a plate. Okay, uh, on to the African Cup in 2021. Yeah, so um, Mauritania did actually extremely well to tie group winners Morocco, uh, home and away, um, despite being bested by Burundi, um, that was their only loss. Uh, beating Central African Republic twice was enough for second place in the qualifying group, um, and, which was an advancing position. Um, in the tournament though, um, they really proved no match. Uh, they lost three games uh, to Gambia, Tunisia, and Mali uh, without scoring a goal. Um, so it was, uh, yeah, zero points, um, zero goals, and a, a, a quick exit for them um, in their second African Cup. Yeah, I think Gambia would have been their only uh, real chance of points there, and uh, Gambia, Gambia was in good form, so a tough tournament for them. Uh, okay, so we saw that the uh, Wafu Nations Cup was, uh, well, well, just never happened in 2021. And so their next tournament was qualification for the 2022 World Cup. Yeah, um, so they uh, didn't need a preliminary round. Uh, they were good enough for a bye there. 
um, but they did struggle in the group. Uh, they lost their first three to Zambia, Equatorial Guinea, and Tunisia. And then in the return fixtures, uh, they picked up two points at home, um, impressively to Tunisia and also with Equatorial Guinea. Um, but two points was all they, they mustered, and they finished bottom of the group, uh, five points behind third place Zambia. Right, and uh, that's fairly typical of their, uh, their World Cup record. Um, but we did say they do a bit better in African Cup uh, campaigns, so let's see how they did uh, in 2023 qualifying. Well, we're talking about them here, so we do know how it turned out. Yeah, um, so again, they need to finish in the top two, which would, of course, be an improvement on their last place finish in World Cup qualifying, uh, and of course they did. Um, they managed to beat uh, Sudan twice um, and also beat Gabon um, at home in what was really a, a crucial deciding game, uh, their final match. Um, also during the campaign, um, they tied Gabon away, um, but then lost uh, twice to Congo DR, who were the group winners. Um, their second match actually was awarded um, to Congo DR, um, a 3-0 default victory, but... In the end, it didn't uh, didn't cost them as they finished uh, with ten points, uh, three ahead of Gabon, who would have been the second seed. So, or actually possibly the first seed. So, um, pretty good for Mauritania to overcome them. Yeah, definitely, uh, Gabon would have been favoured uh, uh, ahead of them, and uh, you know they actually did tie uh, Congo DR at home. But as you said, uh, the result got overturned and awarded to. Congo DR. So in that light, uh, a good battle there to uh, take second place ahead of Gabon. Yeah, yeah, just a bit of uh, inconsistency there. And that, that awarded game was for uh, Mauritania uh, fielding an illegal player. Yes, right. Okay. Uh, well, we saw that they lost all three games in the... Um, uh, in the previous African Cup, and not to get too much into our discussion, but do you think uh, uh, it'll be the same fate for them here? Um, I think a difference is they come in as a pot three team as opposed to a pot four team. Um, Angola's a pot four team, so I guess, you know, that automatically gives them a, a bit of a fighting chance, and uh, maybe we'll get back to our comparison of those teams in our discussion. But, um, you know, coming in a pot three team does give you more of a chance, I, I suppose, than coming in as a bottom seed. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, well, uh, that does lead nicely into our fourth team, which is Angola, and uh, in this case, we are going to um, uh, do the full deal, because Angola is not part of the, uh, not part of the African Cup in 2021, so this is the first time we're covering them uh, in terms of the African Cup. We did cover them in um, uh, our qualification uh or qualification media cast for this cup, but uh, let's begin with their participation and achievements. Do you want to take it away? Sure. So historically, Angola are late joiners to the fray, uh, participating in their first World Cup in 1986 and the first African Cup uh, in 1982. They participated consistently in the World Cups, but missed two African Cups uh, in 1986 and 1994 by non-entry. Uh, their local group is COSAFA, which is the Council of Southern African Football Associations, which was formed in 1997 and consists of 14 nations. They didn't enter the first edition in 1997, as well as missing 2015 and withdrawing in 2019. All right. Well, in terms of strength, uh, Angola is on average a third-tier team. From their start in 1980, they've always shown some competitiveness in qualifying campaigns, even if it, even if it didn't get them to the finals uh, until 1996. But then they qualified twice in a row. However, that success was minor compared to the heights they reached in 2006. That year not only saw them reach the African Cup again, but reach the World Cup. It would be their only appearance on the grand stage, but it did initiate a strong period in regional competition. Uh, they have fallen in strength since about 2013, reaching the Cup only once uh, when it expanded to 24 teams in 2019. Okay, and let's uh, uh, dive in a bit deeper in, into a World Cup overview. Yikes, I have lost my graphics again. 
there we are. And um, how have they done in the World Cup? Yeah, so they went out in early rounds um, with kind of middling performances, meaning some results, um, they achieved some results at the game level, but not a, a campaign that really challenged the winners. 1998 was good, though, going undefeated, even if four of the six games were draws. It earned them second place, but four points off winners Cameroon. 2002 was similar, a five-team grouping with a second-place finish, uh, six points off the leader. Those two campaigns foreshadowed 2006, where they won all home games and mostly tied on the road to finish first of six ahead of Nigeria. After that, though, uh, it was fairly uh, competitive campaigns in the round before uh, the final round. 2018, however, saw them go out to South Africa in a tough round, uh, two of three. And in 2021, they finished bottom of their group, kind of returning to a middling performance and a last place finish. I will say, though, that 2006, um, you know, World Cup achievement was quite something ahead of Nigeria. And, you know, and, and the first time they were really kind of the, the minnows um, of that World Cup. But it was a great story uh, for a country that had spent a long time in civil war. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't know if you remember, they had uh, Manucho, I think his name was, who was uh, uh, on Man United's team. Uh, I'm not sure if he was on that team uh, at this time. I think he actually may have gotten on Man United afterwards. But uh, a couple of memorable players from that 2006 World Cup campaign. Yeah, and uh, they finished that with uh, with two draws and a loss. So, uh um, yeah, didn't embarrass themselves once there. And they actually met uh, uh, Portugal, uh, Angola being a Portuguese colony. So that was a bit of interest as well. Yeah, yeah. The details are kind of interesting to look at. But uh, we're not really focusing on the details uh, uh, just yet. We're still doing an overview of the African Cup before looking at the finals uh, in detail. So um, they're two strong periods are more evident and more separate in African Cup play. The first was reaching two African Cups in a row in 1996 and 1998. Uh, that came as a surprise because although they had been competitive at the game level, they had never come close to reaching a cup before that. Uh, that it was expanded to 16 teams in 1996 helped, uh, especially so in 1998 when second place in the qualifying group proved enough to get them through. Uh, they were competitive at the game level in the Cups too, but not enough to pass the group stage. The second strong period followed their World Cup qualification, and that consisted of five African Cup qualifications in a row. And this peaked by reaching the quarterfinals in both 2008 and 2010, uh, the tournament which they actually hosted there in 2010. Uh, but they have fallen off since. They reached only the group stage in 2012 and 2013 and then failed to reach the cup in 2015 and 2017. But it seemed like the expanded version in 2019 um, also kind of helped them out because they reached it. And um, well, um, probably means fairly regular qualification for the third tier team. And... Um, uh, they did reach that cup, but again, fell at the group stage there. Okay, so in this uh, series, we're, we're featuring a, uh, a look at the African Cup finals in detail, and maybe uh, maybe we'll just do the uh, local cup overview before we get into that. That sounds good. Yeah, so the COSAFA Cup, the Council of Southern African Football Associations, uh, is the most vibrant local tournament in Africa. It began in 1996 when South Africa was reintroduced into FIFA, and it takes place almost every year. Yeah, uh, Angola, oh yeah, do you want to keep going? I'll, I'll turn it over to you. Okay, sure. Uh, Angola didn't enter the first edition in 1970, uh, 1997, but they did very well after that. Uh, reaching the semi-finals in the following four editions and winning the title in two of those editions. And then they won a third title in 2004, but they by then were showing uh, some signs of weakness, at least as far as this cup goes. Uh, they failed to pass the group stage in 2003, and from 2007, 
Uh, and if you recall, that's when their power was uh, peaking in African Cup play. Uh, in this competition, they fell at the quarterfinal stage there uh, in 2007. So that was their worst result um, over the past four Cups. Uh, from 2015, uh, it got even worse. They didn't pass a group stage, uh, and that period included three withdrawals, uh, either a withdrawal or a non-entry uh, in the tournament. So in short, as far as the Kosafa Cup goes, they've declined uh, pretty steadily from about uh, 2006 onwards. Uh, kind of an interesting... Um, uh, kind of an interesting... How do I say? It's the opposite of what happened in the African Cup. Yeah. Boy, I have a way with words, eh? <laughs> okay, let's go back and uh, look at their uh, history in the finals of African Cups. And uh, it takes a while to get there because they didn't qualify in 1982 and 1984. Uh, didn't enter in 1986 and continued to not qualify or not enter all the way up to uh, 1996. So do you want to take us from uh, their uh, performance in that tournament? Yeah. So Angola's first place finish in African Cup qualifying actually would have gotten them to their first cup, even if it hadn't been expanded to 16 teams. Um, but the focus here is on the finals rather than the qualifying. They were far less impressive in the cup, earning only a single draw. The competition was decidedly difficult, facing a South Africa at the peak of their strength and Egypt and Cameroon besides that. In that light, going up 3-1 on Cameroon was a good result, but they allowed two goals, uh, giving up a 3-3 draw on an own goal in the 90th minute, um, and that would be their only point. All right, well, that was 1996. Uh, in 1998, they were grouped with their... Uh, uh, local rivals, uh, South Africa and Namibia, and they did well to tie uh, a still strong South Africa. Uh, they also tied Namibia 3-3. In this case, it was they who came back from two goals down uh, in an uncanny resemblance to that Cameroon game that Connor just described. And in the third game, it was a 5-2 loss to Ivory Coast, and that prevented them again from passing the group stage. After 1998, it took until 2006 to reach the Cup again. And in fact, uh, it was a stunning World Cup qualification campaign that year that earned them entry as qualification was based on World Cup qualifying results. They opened with a loss to Cameroon and a tie with Congo DR and a win over Togo, um, who had also reached the upcoming World Cup, um, was unfortunately for them not enough to advance. They were tied on point with Congo DR, but a goal behind on goal difference, so went out at the group stage. Yeah, and I remember they were quite disappointed by that because this uh, tournament was in January, uh, was supposed to be kind of a build-up to the World Cup, so it was a bit of a, a confidence blow going into the World Cup. But uh, as we saw in the overview, this was the start of a uh, strong period for them, and in 2008 they went undefeated uh, in the group, in the group stage, a win over Senegal and ties over South Africa, who they seem to meet every time, it seems. Uh, South Africa and Tunisia saw them through to a second place finish. And they lost to eventual uh, tournament winners, Egypt, in the following round, the quarterfinals there. Yeah, and 2010 was much the same. Um, it was a win in the middle game over Malawi uh, that was sandwiched by draws with Mali and Algeria. But this time it was enough to top the group. They lost to Ghana in the quarterfinals, though. Unlucky to once again meet a finalist uh, at this stage. All right. Well, in 2012, they made it to the tournament too. And um, sorry, i got to fix up the graphics a bit here. They made it to the tournament and uh, they began with an opening win over Burkina Faso. They tied Sudan in the second, so it looked good for them to go through. But just as in 1998, Ivory Coast beat them in the third game and prevented their advancement. So as in 2006, they finished tied with the second-place team, but one goal behind on goal difference. Uh, 2013 will be their, the last in their string of five consecutive cup appearances. It also showed uh, their growing weakness because after a draw in their opener with Morocco, 
uh, they lost to South Africa and Cape Verde to finish last in the group. Right, and it would take until uh, 2019 and uh, an expanded tournament to 24 teams to see them back in the cup again. And uh, that, oh no, that's not one we're looking closely at, so I'll summarize it here. As in 1998, they tied the first two games here against Tunisia and Mauritania, um, who they meet in this cup. And even a draw with Mali would have seen them through in the third game but they lost that game by a single goal. Okay, so that is the uh, history of, uh, uh, of Angola in the finals. And now we turn to look at their recent history. Um, uh, as there have been four uh, Kosafa Cups uh, since, so we'll just summarize all of them until the most recent one. In 2019, they withdrew from the Kosafa Cup, and so uh, the next tournament was the African Cup in 2021. Yeah, um, so it was a disappointing campaign, uh, finishing last in their qualifying group. They came in as the third seed with the chance of reaching the Cup, but managed only a, a way tie in, in Congo DR, who finished third above them, and a meaningless home win in their final game against Gabon. They lost twice to surprise fourth seed Gambia, who uh, upset everyone and finished first in the group. Okay, Gambia is kind of an interesting team. Uh, okay, uh, next we have uh, two local cups. Oh, sorry, just the one in 2021. And actually, they didn't enter uh, that local cup. So their next tournament was World Cup 2022 qualifying. So Angola were among the bottom 28 teams uh, required to play around one of three playoff, um, effectively um, a knockout round. Um, and there they uh, comfortably, comfortably won over Gambia. Ironic considering Gambia topped the group in their most recent yeah. uh, uh, African Cup um, campaign, but uh, they won both home and away to put them into the group stage. Um, there, though, they again proved a little out of their depth. They did beat Gabon 3-1 uh, at home and otherwise managed uh, a, an impressive tie at home to Egypt and a tie with Libya. But their other games were all losses and their five points, um, well, not terrible, saw them finish last uh, in the group. Yeah, they took points off every team there, but um, not enough to get out of last place. Uh, okay, well, there are two more... Uh, Kosafa Cups, the uh, one in 2022, and all of these uh, tournaments take place in South Africa, by the way. So uh, 2022, they were knocked out in the group stage. Uh, the most recent one was in 2023. We'll take a bit of a closer look at that one. Yeah, um, so there's no seed round here, just, um, just a, a group stage um, with the winners advancing. Um, Angola tied Mozambique, uh, lost to Mauritius um, and then beat Lesotho, um, but their 1-1-1 one, one, and one record saw them finish uh, second in the group behind Lesotho. Um, so had they actually managed to win or tie that game, they would have finished first in the group, but as it was second and did not advance. Yeah, so that uh, uh, the reason why we do this actually is to give a little peek at the, uh, at the local level. So you can see uh, generally weak teams uh, in the Kosafa region uh, a few good teams, uh, South Africa, Zambia, Zimbabwe. Um, but um, generally, they should be uh, winning a group like this, I would say. Do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, not always our team sending their best players. But yeah, when you look at the, the footballing heritages of the teams uh, in the group two, Angola definitely kind of seemed the big fish in the pond. Yeah, I mean, it was an impressive performance by Lesotho, who are usually a, a pretty weak team. Anyway, let's move on to their uh, most recent campaign, which is the qualifying for this African Cup. And uh, how did they get here? Um, they got here on the strength of a couple of ties, actually. Uh, they beat Central African Republic twice, um, tied Madagascar twice, and then also managed a tie at home with Ghana. Uh, they lost on the road. Um, so their nine points uh, saw them second in the group behind Ghana, the top two advancing, um, and uh, two points ahead of Central African Republic, who, as I said, they beat twice. Um, so, yeah, uh, 
probably not the the most difficult of groups, but still an impressive performance to finish second uh, above the other teams. Yeah, but as we said, uh, the uh, the cup with twenty four teams now kind of allowing uh, third tier teams into the competition, and they do uh, sometimes do surprisingly well. Uh, it actually is interesting. Madagascar uh, had a great tournament there a couple of times ago. We saw Gambia uh, doing very well, so. Um, uh, it's kind of interesting to have these smaller teams making the cup. Uh, anyway, that brings us to the end of part two, the history section. And now we go to part three, where we uh, compare the teams and discuss them. So we begin with the uh, pot, uh, the pots that they come from, and then their rankings. Yeah. So we'll look at the teams and kind of the, where they rank in those pots. So Algeria... Um, we're actually the second weakest team in pot one. Um, that's kind of excluding the host, uh, Ivory Coast, who actually are ranked higher than. Um, Burkina Faso were kind of from the middle of pot two. They were fourth of six of the pot two ranked teams. Uh, Mauritania just made it into pot three. Um, They're the weakest of the teams there, uh, a pot which also includes uh, South Africa, Cape Verde, Guinea, Zambia, and Equatorial Guinea. And then finally, Angola, um, were the third lowest ranked team in the tournament, uh, ahead of Gambia, who they beat in their World Cup play playoff, and Tanzania. So really, when you look at all these teams, they all come from the bottom of their pot. So in terms of relative strength, that that perhaps shows a slightly weaker group uh, overall. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, well, let's move on to talk about their rankings. We look at uh, two systems here, the FIFA and the uh, ELO rankings. Yeah, so beginning with Algeria, the pot one team, they are uh, 34th uh, in FIFA and 38th uh, in ELO. Um, it's kind of hard to track them. They've been quite up and down. We mentioned they were quite an inconsistent team. Uh, in the last 10 years, they've been as high as 18th and then low as 68th in FIFA. Wow. So um, no real trend other than to say they're they're an up and down team. Yeah, and uh, they'd never reached 18th in the more stable ELO system, but uh, uh, they were 82nd in uh, ELO in uh, June 2018, now up to 38th. So uh, that inconsistency kind of showing in both systems. All right, next is Burkina Faso. Uh, they were 58th uh, in uh, FIFA and 69th in ELO. This is at the time of the draw. Um, they've had some upward uh, improvement, especially if you look over the last 10 years where they've been, um, you know, they've had some really good African Cups uh, tournaments in that time. Um, so they haven't gone kind of much higher than they are now. A couple of times they've broken the top 50 in FIFA, uh, but 55th to 6th and 67th, kind of a 58th, sorry, and 69th, a bit of a long-term average. Yeah, a bit, uh, a bit more uh, uh, even than um, Algeria there. Mm -hmm. uh, Mauritania are uh, 99th in both systems. Um, uh, they've actually are uh, historically uh, have been below 100. Uh, 10 years ago, they were 174th and 165th. So uh, breaking the top uh, 100, albeit barely, in both systems kind of tracks um, a steady upward trend for Mauritania. Yeah, well, reaching the African Cup uh, uh, certainly helped to improve their rank, but uh, they seem to be uh, just on the verge of breaking 100, just breaking it. Now we'll see if they can keep that up. And then Angola, the pot four team, they're just below 100, 117th in FIFA and 111th uh, in ELO. Um, it's a bit of a recent rise for them, but uh, just five years ago, they were 137th and 143rd. So they've risen a little bit um, from that time, but uh, yeah, haven't cracked the top 100 yet. Yeah, they are coming out of a, a kind of probably the weakest period in their history, at least their recent history. So uh, we'll talk about that uh, a bit more when we get to the discussion. Let's move on to the head-to-head uh, -head records, and we uh, maybe you can take us through the actual record, and I'll point out any uh, interesting details. Yeah, so Algeria and Burkina Faso met a number of times and have a relatively even record. Algeria has five wins, they have four ties, and Burkina Faso three wins. 
Yeah, and actually Algeria's a good record there was more earned in the past. In recent times, in the 2014 World Cup qualifying, uh, they exchanged uh, home wins. And in 2022 World Cup qualifying, exchanged ties. So uh, that's pretty interesting uh, coming into this tournament. Mm -hmm. um, Algeria versus Mauritania, uh, they met less frequently, um, just twice in fact, and this was quite a while ago. But Algeria uh, have bested Mauritania, so they have a win and a draw. Yeah, that was back in 1986, so uh, uh, probably not that relevant now. But um, Mauritania has taken points off them at least. Yeah, next we have Algeria and Angola. Um, this went a bit more even than, than you might expect. Uh, Algeria with two wins, uh, they have four draws, and Angola have one win. Uh, yeah, the last time they met was in the 2010 African Cup uh, group stage. That uh, was actually hosted by Angola. And the two tied, a scoreless tie there. That was uh, the last time they met in major competition. Yeah, tie being the most common result for them. Yeah. Uh, Burkina Faso and Mauritania. Uh, Burkina Faso has the edge. They've won four, tied three, and just lost once. Yeah, that one uh, a bit surprising too, closer than I expected. In the 2019 African Cup qualifying, uh, they uh, each won at home there. That was their most recent meeting. Uh, Burkina Faso and Angola uh, have an even record. It's three wins uh, apiece and one draw. Yeah, and even in 2019, in that uh, same qualifying round, uh, they exchanged home wins too. So that uh, that one holding holding true to being even. And then uh, Mauritania and Angola have met three times, and it's a one-one and one record. Yeah, and all three of those times were in 2019, twice in the qualifying campaign where they too exchanged home wins. And then uh, in the group stage, they met and tied uh, nil-nil. Yeah, so actually overall, some fairly even records. It's not, uh, I mean, Algeria has the best record overall, but um, more even in terms of individual matchups than we see in a lot of groups. I mean, absolutely. And at the very least, uh, um, maybe a bit of confidence for the weaker teams in the group that they can take points. And maybe not a bad point, uh, uh, a bad place to uh, start the discussion here. Um, do you see, uh, maybe that's too detailed. Well, let's say, do you see any of the weaker teams, uh, uh, Mauritania and Angola, actually challenging the top two teams here? You know what? I, I have to say, I think the, uh, the, um, the world rankings are actually a good guide. Um, you know, there's no kind of... Uh, real discrepancy i think algeria you know are the strongest team burkina faso the clear second and i think the closest matchup is between the two bottom teams uh mauritania and angola which as i said is, is reflected uh in the uh in the ranking so um you know some possibilities potentially for points especially because both teams have been inconsistent um algeria have, have shown that inconsistency and had a very poor tournament last time and burkina faso seemed to do really well or else not that well at all. So, so that leaves open some possibilities, but I think their best chance of points is certainly from the game um, among themselves. Yeah, I mean, we did see Algeria finish bottom of the uh, group in 2021, and sometimes they just uh, absolutely failed to show up. So uh, I think a lot rides on that. They could easily dominate this group or they could struggle even with those teams below. So. Um, it depends kind of which version of them arrives at the Cup. Would it be the championship winning version of 2019 or the uh, last place in the group stage version of 2021? Yeah, I will note with Algeria that the, the most recent meeting with each of these the three other teams were all ties. Um, you know, they tied Angola, they tied Mauritania, and they tied uh, Burkina Faso the last time they met. Um, so, you know, that opens the door a little bit and shows that Algeria doesn't kind of consistently dominate um, these teams, even in, in recent times. Yeah, certainly not unassailable, but uh, I, I kind of agree with you. I wouldn't uh, predict an upset here. Uh, again, it kind of depends what form we uh, see them in. Uh, do you see them necessarily finishing first over Burkina Faso, or do you think there's a chance uh, of an upset there? 
Um, I say an outside chance. I think Algeria, I mean, we do have talked about their inconsistency, but, you know, overall, I probably have to say they're trending in the right direction. Uh, they were very, very close to the last World Cup. And I think that 20, uh, uh, the 2021 Arab Cup uh, championship actually, um, you know, is quite an impressive achievement. There are a lot of good teams competing there, and they beat some good teams on the way to the final. So I think Algeria are perhaps showing... Uh, a little bit more of their potential. Um, they have a lot of good players, so um, they are my pick to uh, win the group. Uh, yeah, I gotta say I agree with you there. Burkina Faso, though, I mean, um, if they if they um, are at their best, we can see them go. Uh, we've seen them go quite far in tournaments. I think it was uh, three of the last four or three of the last five where they reached the semi-finals. Do you remember? Yeah, three of the last five. And on their day, they're very good, and they've beaten good teams. So that'll be quite an interesting matchup, especially if Algeria, you know, maybe starts the tournament a little bit slow. Um, certainly, I think Algeria will get out of the group. But, um, yeah, I think it's still an open question if Burkina Faso can overtake them. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily predict it, but I certainly wouldn't be shocked if Burkina Faso, um, you know, does well in that game against Algeria. Yeah. Now we have seen uh, uh, some some weaker teams do well, kind of rise to the occasion of the cup. Uh, Mauritania got two draws in 2019, but lost all three in uh, in 2021. Uh, I kind of see them at the bottom of this group. I gotta say, um, even though Angola is the pot four team, I think their uh, qualification for this cup pretty much brought them out of their weakest period in their history. And uh, I think um, uh, historically, or, or kind of on average, they're a stronger team than Mauritania. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any any problem with me picking them as the third place team here? I, I don't, and I think uh, you know we talked about Mauritania. Um, they were, um, you know, the the lowest seed in pot three, so they really are, I think, kind of a pot four team. And I think compared to some of the other teams who I highlighted. I think Mauritania, you know, is a fair bit weaker than, say, Guinea or Equatorial Guinea, who who are in the same pot. So I see them more as a pot four team, and I think their performances so far at African Cups, where they have finished bottom of the group, kind of emphasizes that. Um, you know, Angola, they weren't there last time, so we don't have that most recent tournament to go on. But I agree. Um, they are trending in more of the right direction. Um, I, I honestly see it as quite competitive between those two teams. I see them kind of both hot four-ish yeah uh okay well i see you uh dodging quite a bit but i'm gonna pin you down here um i you know we got to be honest here connor and it's time to kind of lay out who you think or how you think this group is going to finish all right um i'm gonna go algeria first and burkina faso second um i certainly don't see mauritania or angola threatening the top two um, possibly not even taking a point in those games. I, I see a bit of a golf there. Um, I will pick Mauritania as a pot three team to finish third. Um, you know, they've shown they, you know, they uh, beat Gabon in, uh, in qualifying for this and, and um, you know, had some good results against Congo DR2. So I think they can show it a little bit more and go a little bit more unknown, perhaps, given their absence. So I'm going to say uh, Mauritania third and Gola fourth. Well, that's very interesting. We generally divide the podcast into, you know, me being kind of the more history-oriented guy and Connor giving a lot of the information on the recent information. And I, I see a bit of a recency bias and, and my historical bias coming through with picking Angola as a generally stronger team. So I'm going to say uh, huh, my logical brain says I'm Algeria and Burkina Faso, but I like Burkina Faso and I do think they can uh, uh, get the better. I just have the feeling that Algeria is not going to be at their best this cup. So I'm going to be bold and say Burkina Faso, Algeria, uh, Angola and Mauritania. All right. Do you see either Mauritania or Angola rising to the level of second place? I think it's possible. I don't know why I have a good feeling about Angola, but I think um, uh, we've seen that Algeria and Burkina Faso can both be inconsistent. So I wouldn't go to the point of actually predicting it, uh, but I do think it's uh, more possible than you uh, seem to think it is. 
All right. All right. Well, I regret in the, in the previous podcast we've done that we didn't do what I'm about to do now, which is to say, um, uh, I guess we both kind of agree that Algeria and Burkina Faso will be the teams that advance. But uh, how far do you think they will advance? Do you see any of these teams uh, maybe reaching the final, the semifinal? Um. I think semi-final is possible, I guess, for both teams, considering Burkina Faso have been there and done that. Um, I think Algeria could go on a run. I think this is a is a group that they're well capable of winning and perhaps getting a couple favorable draws as a result of that later on. So I see Algeria as a team that could get to the semi-finals, but probably not into the final. Burkina Faso I see a bit more as a as a quarter-final team. Um, but really, whether they, they win a knockout game kind of depends a little bit on who they get, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, my kind of historical perspective is uh, seeing kind of both of them as quarterfinal teams. I mean, I, it's ironic that uh, we both say that because Burkina, Burkina Faso have never been knocked out in the quarterfinals. Once they've gotten past <laughs> the group stage, they always seem to, to get further. But I'm wondering how long that can last. Now there's a round of 16 also. Uh, that they have to get past. So I think it'll be uh, a bit more difficult going forward. I agree with you that both of these teams uh, uh, could um, could do it if they come in in good form and maybe get some good draws. But I don't see uh, either of these teams really as semi-finalist uh, teams. Perhaps Algeria, uh, but even I think winning the Cup in 2019 was, was a bit of an outperformance. So uh, I'm going to say kind of quarterfinals. Um, I, I don't think either of them are going to make it to the semifinals. All right. That all sounds a bit negative, doesn't it? Well, we did say it was perhaps a weaker group overall. But on the other hand, I think it's an opportunity. I think, you know, if Algeria or Burkina Faso, whoever wins the group, they, they have the potential to get off to a good start in this tournament, and uh, maybe that itself will, will carry one of these teams a little bit further than, than might otherwise be expected. I agree. I certainly wouldn't be surprised to see uh, either of them reach the semifinals or, or do well. So, um, great. Uh, how about a third-place team going through? Um, I don't see it in this group. I see it more in groups where there's a bit of parity, and I don't really see it in this group. So... Um, yeah, I mean, maybe a team only needs one win. It's possible. Um, but that also might depend on keeping goal difference down. And, and again, I just, this is a group where I think the two, the third and fourth pot teams are, are relatively weaker. So I don't really see it, but possible, of course. Yeah. I'm kind of inclined to agree with you. I just kind of have a bit of a good feeling about Angola, uh, this tournament. So, uh, again, uh, being a bit bold, I'm going to say that they will make it through to the uh, round of 16. All right. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of Group D. And uh, stay tuned. We'll be on to Group D next. You bet. I'll see you then. We originally planned to tag on our past, present, and future plans for the media cast, but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10-minute video in the show notes. It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months. We would like to thank Pixabay and Alexei Ivanov of Mappa Music for the wonderful background music accompanying this media cast.